This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, May 11th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Oregon State Hospital's facility in Junction City fails to protect its patients from physical harm, according to a 134-page report from state inspectors, resulting in at least one alleged sexual assault and many more examples of physical attacks. The state report puts the satellite campus at risk of losing certification and critical funding through Medicare and Medicaid programs. The state received $18.7 million from those two health care funds over the current two-year budget. The state hospital has until Sunday to submit plans for addressing these issues. It's the latest setback for the beleaguered state hospital system, which houses many patients who are institutionalized through the criminal justice system. Overcrowding and understaffing issues at the main campus in Salem have led to patients being turned away. This has only been exacerbated by the pandemic. The hospital is required to treat patients who are accused of crimes but found unable to assist in their own trial or who have been found guilty except for insanity. The Junction City campus has been viewed as a way to address capacity issues historically. Leaders viewed that satellite as a way to address capacity by moving some of its most difficult long-term patients there to free up space in Salem. The new investigation shows that plan may be fatally flawed. The report was prompted by a runaway patient in December who brought a cell phone on an outing despite not being authorized to. The patient wasn't found until 25 days later. The federal government is stepping in to take control of a pension fund that's supposed to benefit 249 workers who put in decades of time for a now-defunct coffee company that was once a household name. A federal agency has stepped in to take control of the Boyd Coffee Company's pension, claiming it is $8 million underfunded and that the now-defunct company is, quote, financially unable to keep up with the plan. The Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, the nation's agency that ensures pension benefits, said Boyd needs $17 million to shore up the plan, but it has just $9 million in assets. Boyd sold its assets to a Texas company in 2017 for more than $58 million. The Texas company did not buy the pension plan as part of that deal. Boyd officials could not be reached for comment. Calls and emails to what's left of Boyd and to the Texas firm were not returned. According to federal records, Boyd did not contribute to the pension in 2019 or 2020. The fate of the 249 Boyd employees could have been worse. The coffee company did use a significant amount of its $58 million windfall to strengthen the pension fund. Boyd froze its pension plan in 2007 but was still responsible for paying benefits already accrued at that time. Nationwide, the pension agency is paying benefits to 900,000 people from nearly 5,000 terminated or abandoned corporate pension plans. The brief period of gasoline price slowdowns or plateaus appears to have ended. Prices at the pump surged to new records on Tuesday. 
Oregon's average price per gallon of gas rose to $4.85 per gallon, according to AAA. Portland area drivers were paying closer to $4.92 per gallon on average, or 15 cents more than a week ago. The national average is $4.37, up 17 cents over last week. Prices have spiked along with the cost of a barrel of crude oil, which is now hitting $110 per barrel. AAA says the price of crude accounts for more than half the cost of filling up a tank with gas or diesel. The other biggest factors are refining the oil into fuel, distribution, marketing, and taxes. Curry County has the most expensive gas in Oregon at $5.07 per gallon on average. With the NBA's draft lottery a week away, the Portland Trailblazers' future will start to come a bit more into focus. The team removed one uncertainty Tuesday, making Joe Cronin general manager. Cronin has been the interim general manager, making big trades like moving beloved guard C.J. McCollum for the past six months. The promotion is a clear vote of confidence in Cronin, who started with the Blazers as an intern and rose through the ranks under multiple different general managers. Cronin is close with head coach Chauncey Billups and has the support of star guard Damian Lillard. Cronin signed a four-year deal. The Blazers have a 9% chance of landing the top overall draft pick in the NBA draft. The draft lottery is May 17th. For more about Cronin and all things Blazers, subscribe to our Blazer Focus podcast. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.